Thank you for joining us on another installment of Frost and Sullivan's exciting podcast series, highlighting key disruptive technologies, growth opportunities, economic trends, new business models, industry convergence, emerging geographies, and much more. Today, we'll be discussing about mega trends of the future and how these mega trends are impacting Siemens. And we'll be talking to Dr. Roland Bush, who is the Chief Operating Officer, Chief Technology Officer of Siemens Group globally, who's here in India in Mumbai today. Very quickly, what are the key mega trends that you see which are <coughs> impacting Siemens today? So um, we have um, a couple of them which which are on since the last whatever seven, eight, ten years, which is which is about I mean, it's, it's urbanization. I mean, uh, it's about globalization. It is the demographic change. So the population is aging. Um, it's the climate change. And we added in the last over the last five years, we added digitalization uh, because we saw that, and this is a little bit out of the others. Uh, because it's, it's really related to technology, the others aren't. And, uh, but we see that digitalization has such a huge impact on all our markets. And, and this is rolling in so massively in, in such a fast way that we added this, this global, let's say, mega trend uh, to those, which we believe that they are changing all markets. So I remember last time I interviewed Peter Losher, who was the CEO at that time. Right. He had organized the business around those three mega trends. And then he put the fourth one, which was infrastructure city around urbanization. So now you put digitization as the fifth trend. So yep. Could you tell us about the reorganization, especially related to today, because it's a lot about digitization today. Yeah. So, I mean, the first point is that um, regardless how we organize ourselves, um, we are we are riding these these mega trends and we are trying to really align our business accordingly. So even if we, if we had, as you correctly said, we had an infrastructure and city sector, we don't have it anymore, now we call them smart infrastructure, we call them digital industries, uh, and mobility and the like. Um, still, I mean, the, 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 the logic and what happened and what's happened in the market is still on. And, and this is still what we, what we can, can confirm and even reiterate, so to speak. Um, the fact that we are we added digitalization has an impact also on how we structure our company. We because digitalization needs, needs also a focus. Yeah. I mean, you can, of course. I mean, the, the holy grail of AI, for example, is this channel AI that you basically have an engine which solves every problem. We we talk about more specific AI where we have a specific problem from a vertical, from an industry, and we, we deploy technologies to solve it. This makes it so meaningful. Um, if you look in our organization, we have digital industries. It's all about discrete or process industries, and we're focusing on this one. Smart infrastructure, everything about, I would say, it's it's the energy part, distributed energy, the buildings, so from the from medium voltage, low voltage to the consumption. Where we are, and also dis, 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 distributed energy systems, because we see a trend away from central power plants to more decentral. And this whole thing centers around around this space, including our digital offerings. And I can go on and on. Mobility is the same, or gas and power. Um, and so we are we are leveraging across all these units also our platform. Mm. Again, platform is a, is a sum of technology as a technology stack as well as an ecosystem, and that plays um, into the the whole nine yards of Siemens markets, which we also. So you mentioned platforms. I saw a lot of platforms this morning. We believe everything will be a platform, it will be an IoT platform, the platform will become a commodity. So the question is how do you distinguish yourself 
one platform to the other. So um, let's briefly talk about the concept of a platform. A platform, again, is a technology stack. It's a lot of tech expertise which runs into it, and it's about an ecosystem. Um, and this is the first um, objection I have against your statement. It's, it's not commoditizing. Our platform, including our ecosystem, is and will be unique in the market. You will not find another technology stack and ecosystem which is alike. So it's not about whether or not we have maybe a, a layer in our technology stack called our operating system, MindSphere, where you might see there's another, another competitive product. Might be, but there's only one ecosystem um, which is serving this, this technology stack and this platform. And this is ours, and which is very powerful. And the reason why it's so powerful is because we're covering so many different verticals. So it's worthwhile for, for example, an IT integrator to make their practice on Siemens platforms because they can leverage it from energy to healthcare to industry to mobility. So therefore, it is not at all um, a kind of a commodity. I do believe the more it scales, the more it differentiates. So I also understand you have a mobility. Tell me a little bit about what's the vision of mobility in Siemens. The, the, actually, the vision is that we are we hope that we can contribute in solving the, 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 the mobility problem of the world, which is which is basically moving people and goods within an, in an, an urban environment or cross urban environments, which is a big challenge. This is the the reason why I do believe um, if we don't solve it, that would hold back our inter, in our economy to grow. It will hold back cities to grow. And it would make um, um, cities a place where you basically have a problem to live if you don't solve it. So I do believe that we have the ingredients to make a contribution. Um, first and foremost, um, we offer public transport. Um, is it the vehicles, the rolling stock, but it's also the signaling system. And which is my statement number one is that um, the pro to solve the problem, you have to go much, much more for public transport. Don't believe that autonomous cars will solve the mobility problem. It could be even worse. Um, don't believe that any kind of platform which is just incentivized to put more people on cars solves the problem. You have to, and this brings me to my second point, we have not only the rolling stock offering, uh, the public transport offering, but also the chance to make an intermodal offering. Uh, we do traffic management too, so we can really guide um, the, the capacity, uh, the, the, the people where the capacity is, and we can guide them much, much more to public transport um, and integrating it. So that's another advantage. We invested in a company called Harcon, which makes uh, scheduling, trip planning. Um, it's the most common platform used by, by rail operators in the world. And, uh, and this is something we want to expand and want to see how we can can really make this intermodal usage uh, for customers much more easy and, and hence then um, guiding and managing the traffic. Can you comment anything on what's life after seeing the store? Oh well, I mean the, the point is uh, we had a we had a plan um, and, uh, and uh, we, we gave a lot of thoughts on it. So finally, we for, for reasons I can talk an hour about, um, we failed the European Commission and all that. But um, we are we are not concerned. I mean, this is a, a very strong business. It's growing. Um, it has a, we are a leader in profitability in that in that business. We have a very good cash conversion rate, a good contribution to the return on invest for Siemens. 
So, um, and we are in many, many areas technology leader. So that means we are building um, this business from strengths into the future. And we look for any kind of options. Um, we give ourselves time. There's no time pressure to do that. And then we come up with uh, the right answer. What's happens next? But it's a very, a very good business, performing business. Absolutely. Um, you're also the CTO. If I asked you to look 10 years ahead, what technologies would you put your money on? I would put my money on, first and foremost, I really have a strong feeling on, I would put my money on our, on the Siemens IoT platform. Uh, we have such a, a good customer base, a good position in, in, our, in our areas. The combination, the unique combination of domain know-how, expertise in, in software, in cybersecurity, in hardware, um, combined with a very strong technology stack, combined with an extremely strong and growing ecosystem, is for me the belief that we could be the IoT system, this um, IoT platform in this in this industry market. Um, the other one, if you talk about technologies, I do believe that you see a very, very fast, once it's ready, very fast spread out of 5G technologies in the industrial space and it can change so many things in the way how we are running manufacturing sites today. Um, I do believe that there will be a very, very strong tailwind for, for any kind of cyber security solutions, elements, technologies in it. Um, I do believe that the what we call digital twin, which is basically fed by our software portfolio or software suite, you know, we have a 5 billion software business, industrial software, we are amongst the 10 largest software companies in the world, that this part will definitely grow extremely fast. And the digital twin, which is currently seen by many, many people as a concept, I do believe this will be the backbone of any future industrial manufacturing or, or whatever industry, mobility industry, because it's so powerful. Um, once you have your digital twin of your products, of your systems, you can optimize them in a much, much faster way. You can develop it faster, you can shorten your development time. So the benefits are countless. And this, however, in turn, coming back, means that we will see a massive increase of data storage, of, of the need of processing power, because everything that you see today will be digitalized. And, and this is another element where I do see a tremendous growth. And last one would be, um, at a certain point in time, you talking about processing power. I do believe, and this is not a little bit more ahead, we see that if it's quantum computing, you can can jump on the next, on the next level. On quantum computing. Um, we, we are not working on the quantum computer itself, um, because that's something which is, I think, good for other companies to do. We don't do processors and the like. But we are working on technologies how we can use quantum uh, computing. You can simulate already kind of quantum computing processing. We're working on that. If you ask me what is the most disruptive thing out there, it could be quantum computing. Yeah, I mean, no worries. It, it could be it could yeah. be quantum computing, yes. Yeah. My last question. India. Maybe Mr. Math wants to answer this one. Everybody talks about India now, especially China derailing a little bit. So do you see huge prospects in India and in what particular sectors? For digitalization? Across for Siemens? Well, absolutely, absolutely. So you start with government plan of power for all. Yeah. Um, we are in gas and power. They're talking about smart cities. We have smart infrastructure. 
they're talking about healthcare for all, so you just got health in the country, healthcare in the country with health in years. We are looking at revamping the railways, we've got mobility services, so we are talking about make in India, and we've got our digital industries operations over here with everything that you've just seen. So basically, we are mirror imaging exactly all the plans that the government is outlined. On that note, I hope you have enjoyed this session. Please join us for future podcasts and become a member of Frost & Sullivan's Leadership Council by emailing us at digital at frost.com. Thank you very much.